superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's a long three, and Jimmy freaking Butler puts it in. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Honestly speaking, um, we don't care if you pick us to win. We never have, we never will. Today's guests, 14-year NBA veteran Jim Jackson. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. Actor and director Josh Dumel, host of ABC's America's Funniest Home Videos, Alfonso Ribeiro. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Ah, yes, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, live from Los Angeles, California, here on the Roku Channel. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM Odyssey, and more. We say hello to everybody out there taking us in with their eye gate or ear gate or however you wish to, whether it's live or on demand, meaning our podcast on the Cumulus Podcast Network, all three hours in podcast on demand form. If you're watching us in any way, shape or form, when we're over a little bit on our YouTube page, we thank you. And we thank you for your subscription. Uh, hitting the subscribe button to that. It's free. Um, over 550,000 subscribers now. We we nice. crossed that uh, line about a half an hour ago, so we're very proud of that. This little television radio show. Yeah, we're program. cultivating this caper, you know what I mean? Uh, good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. Rich. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, good to see you, DJ Mike and D's Nuts. Ah, oh, there you go. Uh, and uh, TJ Jefferson has already lit the candle. Good to see you. Hey, good, good to see you back, you. brother. And I am pleased to be back here yeah. and thrilled uh, Sue sat in here and uh, and steered the ship expertly. Great stuff with Shaq yesterday yeah. and uh, and a whole host of gu- uh, guests that we had. We've got a great guest list today. Jim Jackson's joining us in about 18 minutes' time. The uh, Turner announcer about what's going on in the conference finals that now are each one game in. Uh, Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Coach Tomlin's going to be calling in. And then not one, but two in-studio guests. Uh, Josh Dumel, the Dakota kid, will be here. Uh, He's got a new film, Buddy Games, Spring Awakening. And guess who's in that movie? Josh Dumel. Oh. And actor Chris Brockman. Us. Weird. Yes, we're all in it. We're all in it. Yes. Yes. We have a nice little cameo in it. And it's not one of those don't blink cameos. We're in it uh, for for a couple of minutes. For a couple of yeah, we're in a montage. <laughs> we're in a montage. We're in a, a freaking montage. Uh, so uh, so that that's so he's coming in here, diehard Vikings fan. And then in hour number three, Alfonso Ribeiro is here, uh, the host of America's funniest 
home videos will be here in studio. He's a big-time golfer as well. The PGA Championship is underway. Underway. Round one. Beautiful day, it looks like, in uh, Rochester, New York. Yeah, buddy. So there you go. Let's go. Let's see if John Rahm can make it two majors in a row. We'll see if Rory McIlroy can rebound from his dreadful Masters performance on his home course. He's a member He's here. a member there. He's a member. His, uh, his wife is from the area. How about that's, that? That's why. Is that why? That's why. There's not some sort of Irish, Western New York... I don't think so. ...connection? That's it. It's, <laughs> it's the McElroys. That's what connects uh, across the pond. Hey, now. Good to see everybody here. And so 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, everybody. Let's, let's hit the Wayback Machine, too. Let me just do the math in my head. About a month ago. Oh. I think it's about a month ago. About three, three-something weeks ago, hit the Wayback Machine. That was when all... Boston Celtics fans were rooting very hard for the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> and then, two days later, rooting very hard for the Chicago Bulls. Why would they root for the Atlanta Hawks and Chicago Bulls? Because the Celtics were the two-seed at the time and rooting very hard for the Atlanta Hawks because had the Miami Heat won the first play-in tournament game in South Florida. Well, that. Miami Heat would be the seventh seed going to Boston in the first round. They didn't want a piece of that. Then they wanted to just root hard for the Bulls because guess what? They didn't want any piece of the Heat. If the Heat made it at all, who knows how far they could go. Didn't want a piece of the Heat. Because last year, they barely could stand the Heat. They made it out of the kitchen, (laughs) but they could barely stand the Miami Heat that for some reason matches up very well. The Boston Celtics wanted no piece of the Miami Heat in the first round. Instead, they got the Hawks and handily uh, dispatched Atlanta. It's a little bit of scariness, but eventually got got, to care of business. TCB took care of business. Second round, we all know what happened. (laughs) They bounced the Sixers (laughs) in game seven, and Doc Rivers gets bounced. Then last night, guess who strolled into TD Garden? The Miami Heat. Didn't want to see him. Didn't want a piece of him. And then we found out last night exactly why. why. <laughs> Told you guys. Yep. Told you. Yep. 123-116, the final score. Jimmy Butler. Pardon me. Jimmy freaking Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, 35-5-7. Bam out of bio and his phenomenal passing with five assists. Caleb Martin had a nice night. The Heat went into halftime, into their halftime locker room, down on the scoreboard, but definitely not out. They dropped a 46-piece on the Celtics in the third quarter. That's a franchise record for the Miami Heat in the postseason. Did not miss. 46 points, and then Jimmy Butler was just making shots down the stretch, and here we go. The Miami Heat, just one game into the Eastern Conference Finals, now have home court advantage. All they got to do is hold serve when they go back down to South Florida. All they got to do is they play them with house money in the house of the Celtics coming up on Friday night. And then when they return to Miami on Sunday, all they got to do is hold serve over the that 72-hour period. And the Miami Heat, have shown up in the Eastern Conference Finals with their A games. And that's exactly why 
Celtics fans were rooting very hard for the Atlanta Hawks and then the Chicago Bulls to just get those guys out. But they didn't, and here the heat up, one game to nothing, and Jimmy Butler last night asked a great question with a phenomenal response. How does this feel to you guys, what you have done so far? And if you go back all the way to that night against Chicago in the play-in, did you think then that something like this would be possible? Damn right. I did. Damn right. We did. Um, and the best part about it is we still don't care what none of y'all think, honestly speaking. Um, we don't care if you pick us to win. We never have. We never will. We know the group of guys we have in the locker room. Um, we know that Coach Bo um, puts so much confidence and belief in each and every one of us. Coach Pat as well. And so our circle's small, but this circle got so much love for one another. Um, we pump constant confidence into everybody. And we go out there and we hoop. We play basketball the right way, knowing that we always got a chance. Is that a Hall of Famer? Great question. Guess who would be a Hall of Famer over the next month if he wins seven more games? Well, yeah, I think so. Right? Yep, I agree. I think that's on the line. That's what's at stake. I think that's pretty good. Pretty good thought there. Because every team that he was on, Chicago, Philly, Minnesota, they're out. Guess who's in? This guy. This guy is in. And he is in his own. And... Pat Riley, that's who he's referred to, by the way, as Coach Pat. <laughs> Come on. What he's built in Miami with Spolstra. Eric Spolstra is a top-notch coach in this league. And you remember when he took over there years ago? It's just like, okay, Pat just doesn't want to do it anymore. And, right. and this guy's going to coach LeBron. This guy. And, oh, sure. <laughs> Guess what? Pat's going to be coaching this team in like two months. Exactly. And then they started 9-8, and eight, and everyone was wondering what was going on. They got LeBron and Chris Bosh and D-Wade, and what has happened? They're not, who's the coach? They're 9-8? and eight. Cool, Riley's going to win. Riley's going to step in. Nope, made four straight finals. Damn straight. Two titles, and now he's still there. By the Hall way, of Fame coach. And conference finals every year since Butler's been acquired. Yep. It's impressive. It sure is. You know, the heat culture, nobody really knows what that means, but they know what it means. Well, the, here's what it means. And it's, it here's, works. Here's what it means, because I, I remember Riley, you know, as the Knicks coach <laughs> back in the day. Ooh, and by the way, you know, uh, soon to come back to uh, HBO Max, or when it comes back, it'll be on something called Max. Just check out Winning Time. That's how long this guy's been around at the NBA level. But let's just put it this way. I remember Riley talking about, I'm sure he still does, something called the disease of Moore. Do you ever heard that? Oh, yeah. Disease of Moore. And he says that's what Moore is what can cause a team to rip itself apart. That I want more. I want more shots. I want more plays called for me. I want more. Even the offseason. I want more exactly. magazine articles. I want more clothing deals. More money. More money. More max. More exposure. Right. As opposed to yeah. being part of the collective. Now, that's just a different way of, I guess, a triangle offense or what Kerr has been selling successfully in San Francisco slash Oakland the last decade-ish. The disease of more. That's what it is. And this team just plays together. If Duncan Robinson's got to make threes, if Struce has got to make threes, so be it. If Caleb Martin's got to do something, Gabe, Vincent, Gabe Vincent's got to do something, so be it. Out of bio, so be it. But when it comes down to it, it's Jimmy Butler who puts this team over the top, if they can make it. Obviously, the Celtics have, have six more games of runway if that's what they need. 
But, uh, man, the Heat have shown that they can win this thing this year right now. And it's exactly why you were rooting for the Hawks. Every <laughs> and the Bulls. The, every step of the way. And the Bucks. And you saw this coming. Get him out. I knew I, you could see it coming a mile away. These teams have played now what four times in the playoffs recently. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. It's, just, it's fun. It's not fun. Sorry, <laughs> but it, it's it's a uh, it's a fascinating watch. Dangerous eight seed to say the least. Yeah, and you got a dangerous seven seed going at it tonight in Denver, trying to. Send this thing back to Los Angeles, where they have not, Lakers, by the way, lost since late March. That's the last time they lost in uh, the downtown Hoops Dojo, the crypto. The crypt. The crypt, baby. So, that's the NBA playoffs right now. Himmy Butler and Coach Pat and Coach Spo and the Heat Way and the disease of Moore is not in South Florida. So, there you have it. Lots to talk about on this program. 844-204-RICH being the number to dial here on the show. We're keeping an eye on the PGA Tour. Uh, pardon me, the PGA Championship right now. Uh, John Rahm's on the leaderboard. I can see that all the way from here without my glasses even. So, Yeah, two-way top uh, at three under right now, Rich. Kazuki Higa okay. is three under. And Keegan, Keegan Bradley, Bradley Keegan everybody. Bradley. Very good. There you go. And it's one of those things makes you want to go play golf, which you're going to do this weekend I as an actor. I'm so much golf. There you go. Very good. In the next three days. Very excited. I'm playing zero golf in the next three days. And then we meet up in New York City for the Sports Emmy Awards. Let's go. Ready to roll? Ready to roll. I'm ready okay. to roll, man. I'm feeling good about our chances. Okay, very good. Hey. Ready to roll. Maybe, ready to roll. Maybe we could be the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat. We are definitely underdogs. <laughs> <laughs> We're bringing a slingshot <laughs> in every stretch of the I know, I know. Hey. So, uh, at any rate, uh, if you missed Shaquille O'Neal's appearance here on the show yesterday with Suze, um, it was dynamite, and Jimmy Jackson's going to bring the heat, if you will, figuratively, talking about the literal heat from Miami. That's coming up. We've also got two guests in studio, actor, real actor, Josh Jumel, and then Real actor, Alfonso Ribeiro, now host of America's Funniest Home Videos for several years and now Dancing with the Stars as well. Should we ask Josh Dumel? Just tell him that you've been identified as an actor. I think he... See what his reaction I, I would be. I think he knows. We'll do that with him. Actors, oh, he knows. Actors recognize each other, Rich. There you go. And Nair model. Very good as he's known in the ROM uh, Celebrity <laughs> Golf Tournament where he's now heading to go play in, uh, in, uh, in North Florida, in, uh, in Jacksonville, Florida. And Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers will talk about... Um, his team finishing strong and how that actually can translate to the beginning of a playing season. Because it's high on my damn agenda. It is indeed. <laughs> God, that's, never gets old. <laughs> you know, finish it, Rich. Hey, you know what? You can also say people say that the Steelers never have a chance to win this division this year. There you go. Oh, oh he, he doesn't have it. No, I do, but it's uh, uh, it's buried. It's buried. Oh no! What is that label? You should have them all. Have them all ready. Let's do that in advance because he's on in, a, in less. Never than... say never, but never. Have I them both move. ready. I have to move. I got so many. If you saw, is, this our, is your goal in this interview to get a new drop from Tomlin? Yeah, because it, it should, be. should be. Yeah, right. I'll rain down my judgment and we'll move forward. Yeah, we'll find out. Okay. That's another way of saying. I was talking to my Uncle Buck yesterday, telling him to make sure to watch because Tomlin's on. And I, it was like, I hope we get another drop from him during <laughs> this interview. We will hopefully get one. Uh, Damian Lillard has chimed in on Twitter about his future in Portland. Oh, yes. 
Oh. Um, ish. We've got that coming up. I have that, to, uh, you know, uh, I was out of the chair when Victor Wembanyama got drafted by the, or got, uh, he's, he's drafted. There's still uh, a chance, you know, someone else could go number one. Is right? that right? Is that, is that right? You know, just saying, it's not official. There's the, always a chance. The, the person who, the only person who could go maybe number one above Victor Wembanyama is uh, Brian Winhorst's travel agent. So that, that's a new, that's a new, by the way, fantasy team name. That, that might be my basketball fantasy that's team name. That's a good name. one. That's a good one. Wendy's travel name. agent. Wendy's travel agent. Wendy's travel agent. <laughs> for seven, and for the avatar is the two shot. And the avatar is the two shot good with for, him with, with, uh, with Wendy. At 2.30 a.m. I love Wendy. We're like, it's 2.30 a.m. Yeah, we know. We see your face. Like, you look tired. Oh, I mean... I, I I honestly was wondering what uh, we'll talk about it later. Let's be on time remotely for <laughs> for Jim Jackson. He will be joining us next to tell us whether he thinks the Heat has as great a chance as we believe to make the NBA Finals. That's next. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep. Because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because sleep number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save 40% on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back on the air, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. When I was a kid, I was getting ready for grade school. Um, uh, my, my, my brother, two years older than me, and that's, you know, he was the sports fan in the family. Again, if I followed my dad's wishes, the Rich Eisen show would be about show tunes every single day. Um, and so, uh, I don't know if we'd all be here to be honest with you. Probably. Would. You know, I don't, I don't think we could do a sponsored segment on Brigadoon. Um, <laughs> South but the reason why I bring this all up is my, my brother is without a doubt the smartest guy i know okay and you know del tufo and i do know del tufo Whoa, that's insane that's so so, so honestly he's the smartest guy i know who knows everything about everything and doesn't wear it on his sleeve um he listened to our show open on his way to work here is the the uh the the uh 
the lawyer to the stars that he is here in Los Angeles, California, um, he texted me uh, the phrase of Pat Riley is the disease of me, disease not of the me. disease of Moore. Oh. He's correct. I'm wrong. Again. Oh, there you go. So I thanked him for that <laughs> and text, and he wrote back, I'm here for America. Oh. <laughs> so we all give. Thanks, Jeff. We all give. So then let's now be joined once again on the phone line by our friend from Turner. He's terrific doing what he's doing. Let's talk some hoops with none other than Jim Jackson back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you doing, Jim? I'm great, Rich. I, I, I'm great. Your brother sounds... Uh... I got to talk to your brother, man. He got some little nuggets there. Oh yes, uh, some words of wisdom. I like that. Absolutely. And if you need any, estate... I, heard, I heard that from Pat too. About, oh, yeah. did you really? <laughs> what did you yeah, hear? I from? mean, just in what well, just playing with Pat. Pat would always drop those kind of nuggets, those kind of wisdom, life lessons, more than just basketball. Um, fiery. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. I was blessed. I, I say this all the time about young players that they had an opportunity to play for Pat Riley or Spolcher early in their career, just to lay the foundation of what the game is, how to be a pro, and how to look at the approach of being a pro basketball player. How that lays it out for whatever you do post playing for Miami, because you look at things differently at other teams. Like, not nah, you know. Uh, that's really not the way you should approach it. This is really not the way you should do it. And then maybe you'll say, well, no, you know what? It's very similar to what Pat would do for the organization and the way they, you know, conduct business. But it, it, it was Pat had – Pat was the kind, Rich, that in practice would just beat you up, right? But then later on would buy you dinner. But then the next day may not talk to you. <laughs> so what? It just, he always kept you off balance, man. What's Okay. I'll pull on that string. What do you mean by that? Give me any. Give, you, I think so, you just gave me examples, but give me the exact scenario you're talking about. Well, like like one time we were we were we were at practice, um, headed to Toronto to play, and I mean he was just on us, right? I mean, you know, now back then we had like two to three hour practices, and I think maybe the game before we didn't play well, and he was just. I mean, we were basically doing fundamental stuff, taking charges. Uh, passing drills, uh, box out drills, just everything. And so we, you know, we fly to Toronto and we happen to go out to dinner, a few of us, you know, to a, to a Italian restaurant called Soto Soto, and Pat was there. Well, Pat ended up buying dinner for us. Now, mind you, after he just like beat us down in practice, okay? So we all, man, that's cool, you know? But the next day, we go to shoot around and we get on the bus. He's sitting there, legs crossed, kind of looking at his fingernails, didn't say a word to us. And within practice, it kind of like it, – it's almost like to keep us even-keeled, off-balance. you got a relationship, but yet this is professional. It was one of those mind things with Pat hmm. that always had to keep you motivated to understand what your job was. But also, if you did – when you did your job like a professional, you would be treated the right way, first class all the way. So, Jim Jackson here on the Rich Eisen Show talking about Pat Riley back in the day. I mean, has that been downloaded into Spolstra? Uh, obviously, he's his own man because this is the conversation, yeah. you know, we had to start the program, Jim, and I think we'll only grow with each passing win by the Heat if they do continue as such in this series and then maybe even beyond is the secret sauce of the Heat. Three straight conference championship uh, appearances with Jimmy Butler in the fold and then the rest of the team as built 
with Spolster coach, coaching it. What is what is the secret sauce there? Well, it, it's 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 a lot more nuanced because Eric was at the time. Eric was our actual film guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. So I think by, by, by starting at that level, I think what really makes, I truly believe what makes Eric such a great coach, outstanding coach, is he got to see different layers of the game, coaching, organization, and more importantly, players. And what I mean by that, by being in the film room, he got to break down the film and really look at and study the game. Not that he didn't know it, but he formed some nuances in the game. He got to learn from Pat. He got to be in practice. He got to be at training camp. He got to be in the rooms as he elevated in game planning and drafting and personnel. But more importantly, he had the ear of the players. So he got he, he was able, Rich, to listen to players, what they desired, what they wanted, what they liked, what they disliked. You know, all of those things, how to communicate with players, all of that stuff, think about learning that and then being elevated into a situation where now you're a coach, so you downloaded all of this information. Now, how you put it together in regards to a game plan, and uh, that is something different. But I think being able to be groomed from the bottom all the way through has allowed Eric Spolster to have a keen insight into personalities and how to handle high, I would say, caliber individuals like LeBron James and D Wade and stuff like that Mm -hmm. to a Gabe Vinton to a Duncan Robinson, because Eric was in that situation, even though he was drafted, but he was in a second round. You know what I mean? So he can relate to sides of the spectrum and players and communicate with those young men as well. And I think that's what makes him such an outstanding coach I don't think people give him the credit as much as they give a pop because pop is pop. Right. But what Eric has been able to do in Miami has just been, I mean, outside of pop, who's the longest senior coach out there? It's both. Jim Jackson here on the Rich Eisen Show. So then let's talk about the here and now. What happened last night and how sustainable is it for the Heat against the defending Eastern Conference champs in Boston? Jim. Well, I mean, the game plan was outstanding. I mean, listen, Boston is a team that shoots about 43 pointers a game. I think they only put up 29. So that's three-point defense taking something away from what Boston does really well. Boston shot 51% last night overall, but they only were 34% from the three-point line. Across the board, you know, Miami was 54%, 51% from the three-point line. They had 15 turnovers, but they're complementary players. 15 for Strews, 15 for Benson, 15 for Martin, 15 for Laurie. Those are the guys on the road that get you over the top. You know, one of the things I think Spolster did also, too, recognizing this, which was, a, which was masterful, and it happened, unfortunately, because Kyle Lowry got hurt and was regulated when he was out for a while and Gabe Benson started. Now, Gabe, Gabe started some games last year as well, so there's nothing new. But you think about this, Rich. In the starting lineup, Gabe Vincent can just be Gabe, meaning he doesn't have to worry about running the show and being the playmaker because you have, like Bam said, one of the best passers there are out there, awesome passer, but also Jimmy Butler. So Gabe can be Gabe. What's happened is that you put Kyle Lowry on the second unit. Now that stabilizes the second unit because 
Cal can run and orchestrate the offense, and it's not a big drop-off in regards to execution. So by making that move and staying with that and Cal allowing that to happen, that gives this Miami team the balance you're looking for to go to a Boston in game one to walk out of there at least in game one with a W. Jim Jackson, 14-year NBA veteran here on the Rich Eisen Show. Tonight, Lakers-Nuggets game two. What happened in the second half, if not the fourth quarter of game one, that had the Lakers really put the scare in Denver and an opportunity to tie the game late? What did you see there that Darvin Ham and the Lakers have no doubt behind closed doors hung their hat on to win Mm -hmm. game two tonight? What did you see, Jim? Just both coaches are really good at making adjustments, Michael Mm -hmm. Malone and also Darvin Ham. Um, Darvin felt, I think he saw something with his coaching staff. You you remember when, um, like, when Boston played Philly and you put a Marcus Smart on Joel Embiid? You're like, well, why would you do that? Especially in, it it works when you're in space and you have the free throw line line or, you know, outside the box. Well, you do that because now the big, this time Rui Hachimura guarding Jokic, that allows Anthony Davis to kind of roam and protect the rim. Plus, when the double team comes, it's a bigger double team. This Anthony Davis on Jokic, and now you're coming with a guard, Jokic can just see over the top of that. But by reversing those roles, now you allow Anthony to patrol the middle for cutters. So you kind of take that away a little bit. And even if they cut, he's there to rim protect. And, and, and then – you allow him to come if he needs to double a bigger presence. So I think it took Denver out of their rhythm because, you know, Lakers scored 34 points in that fourth quarter, and they were effective in that. The key is going to be what Michael Malone does with Aaron Gordon when they choose to do that because no matter where Aaron is at on the court, you can always kind of regulate yourself to helping. That's going to be that, that little nuance there what Michael Malone does with Aaron Gordon when they invert that, that defense like that is, is going to be a chess match. And, you know, Lakers shot the ball well from the three-point line in the fourth quarter. I think they showed a little something of what they could do. Austin Reeves played well. But the, the strategical part of this game, Rich, is going to be interesting from the beginning. I don't think Darvin Hammer go with the same lineup, the smaller lineup with D'Angelo and Dennis Schroeder because they gave up too many offensive rebounds. But I think they found something. But Denver – in these closed games, as you know, Rich, they still figured out a way to close it out and not allow L.A. to steal that game one. Well, and while we're talking about the chess match, uh, it just seems an interesting chess piece to me is Rui Hachimura. He's a fascinating yeah. chess piece, uh-huh. certainly in this series, more so than what we saw maybe against the Warriors. It seems like it might be his mm-hmm. his time here, his turn up to play a significant role to get the Lakers to the finals. What did you see from him in game one? that you think Darvin Ham and certainly obviously Malone knows, but w- what about him as a chess piece here in this scenario? Oh, I love it. I love it because of his size and athleticism. Now, listen, with Jokic, you're not – with players like that, Richard, you, you're not going to stop, okay, because right. they're involved in too many offensive sets. You're going to have the ball in their hand so much. Now, can you make them less efficient? That's – you know, Jokic only had two shots in the fourth quarter. Now – it wasn't just Rory who did that. It was a really great team defensive scheme that didn't allow Jokic to get those shots. But what Rui gives you, size enough to compete 
with Jokic. Now, Jokic is not posting up. If Jokic was straight posting up, advantage Jokic. But out on the perimeter, Rui is quick enough to stay in front. He's strong enough to kind of keep Jokic from getting to a spot. And now he's a threat offensively where he gets out and runs and uses that athleticism. That key piece to me with the Lakers when they, you know, made that move first to get Rui, again, you knew he had potential, but he had injury issues in Washington. But that was the chess piece, I think, that elevated the Lakers team. They gave him depth at the wing position. He can score, he can run, he can rebound. A really intelligent player. And he fits what AD needs, LeBron needs, and more importantly, the versatility defensively with what Darvin Hand needs. Now, if he starts him tonight and he starts on him, it's going to be interesting to see how Darvin utilizes that because if you give too much of the same doses to Jokic, he'll figure it out because he hasn't seen everything. And he'll figure out a way to dissect it. So you got to give it to him in doses where he keeps, keeps him off balance, where he's never comfortable with what he's doing offensively. So what do you think happens tonight? I don't even have a crystal ball, but I'll just throw that in your lap, Jim. I got, I got one that just don't work that well. I got one over here somewhere. Right. But it's just, <laughs> I'll right. put it up for better use. You know, I, I thought that the Lakers could be able to steal one of the games. I thought it was game one in um, in Denver. Denver has done a great job. I mean, if you look at Minnesota and Phoenix in game one, they, they you know, they won those games both by double digits close to 20 points. So I'm not surprised that they won it. Now the Lakers also can say when, in their first two series, they went on the road in Memphis, I think it was in Golden State, and one by a large margin on the road. So they're very capable, of, of course, of getting game two. Um, and, I, and, I, and I do believe, I think the Lakers found something. Um, they're going to tweak some things, and I think they sneak out of there with a W to tie it up uh, one and one. Jim Jackson here on the Rich Eisen Show, NBA on TNT game analyst, and of course, 14-year NBA veteran. A few more minutes left with him. Jump in on the Victor Wembanyama conversation based on, I believe it was Woj who said on ESPN, and I, I think he's giving voice to a lot of people said what uh, are saying, uh, that Wembanyama is the greatest prospect maybe in the history of team sports is what he said. And um, uh, I believe Damian Lillard was giving voice to people who think that's out of pocket because of LeBron. Now you were in the league when LeBron arrived and the, you know, everything that yeah. went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your two cents on this conversation here? Well, it, it's an opinion piece and you were around too. You got to oh, yeah. see it. I think, how, how can you say, Kareem wasn't. Now, we weren't, we weren't there. Yes. But based on Kareem's high school and college career, think about it. They took the dunk away in college for Kareem. He's a three-time national player of the year, MVP, three-time champion. Lost one or two games in high school. Come on, coming into the league, this was like the next thing coming annual after Will. So it's hard really to say. Now, in relation to LeBron, I think when you look at LeBron coming in, to, to the league, it was some questions about maybe could he shoot good enough at that point. You know, he's playing against high school players. Would that translate over to the NBA? It wasn't about LeBron and his physical talent. and It was about those little nuances. With Victor, because he's been playing overseas against grown men, and he's shown the ability to endure the physicality, but he can shoot it from all three levels, the questions are not as intense about 
him transferring those skill sets to the league. And I think that's what a lot of people are looking at when they judge him, which is not wrong in that aspect. You, you know what I'm saying, Rich? Because if you were to take a 7-4 Victor Wimbayama and an 18-year-old LeBron James with some of those questions, in today's game, or back then, who would you take? Hmm. size wins. Despite how great LeBron is. So I think those comparisons, and they're looking at that, and they're saying what, what Victor can do, I think they're basing it on a lot of that because he doesn't really have, outside of being strong and maybe just adjusting to the NBA life, not a lot of flaws in his game early in his career. Wow, you're right. I was around. I, I was doing sports centers. I think Stuart Scott and I did multiple mm-hmm. sports centers after LeBron James high school games were broadcast live on, on yep. ESPN. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was there. I was part of, if you will, the hype. Um, and, and and this is exactly similar to it. I mean, <laughs> we're seeing some live games from France, right? So let, let I'll just throw this to you to, to wrap the conversation. Okay. Is What was it like in the league when LeBron came in? Were you ready to show the kid something or a bunch of veterans ready to show the kid that uh, you're not in, in Akron anymore? Is that what Wemban Yama is going to face here? What do you think? Well, it's, it's always the case. Come on, man. I mean, because guys got egos, bro. I don't care if you're an established player or not because Victor LeBron, when, they, when he came in, had so much hype, you wanted to see what it was all about. And I appreciate it because being from Ohio, I got a chance to, to witness and watch him grow as a player in Ohio and the appreciation for who he was and his background. But, of course, you want to, you know, as a veteran, a lot of times you want to show a younger player, and that's sometimes even a player that comes to your team let alone somebody that has the hype that these two young men have or had for LeBron, that this is the league. But those a young man like LeBron is special from he can compartmentalize what he needs to do and how to perform and not try to live up to that hype, but just be who he is. And I think that that's what really allowed LeBron James that transition to come in and really be effective. Because think about it. He didn't come out and try to be Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. He just wanted to be LeBron. And that's how he's always played. So that allowed him, and it's more importantly, Rich, his teammates to accept him. See, that's the key. Because of all that hype, even your teammates are like, they want to go at you in practice to see what you got. But if you're a consummate teammate, that makes the transition so much more fluid and easier for you to play the game because now you have your guys behind you that really support you because of the person you are and not the hype in the basketball player. And I think that's going to be very important. That's why culturally I think it's important where Victor ended up landing mm-hmm. with a culture that will allow him to grow as a basketball player, mature as a young man, get taught how to play the game the right way. And San Antonio is a, you know, one of the handful of organizations that's been stable for the last 20, 30 years. Yep. Pop is perfect for it. I mean, like, what a perfect thing. Yeah. You know, plus he also knows how to speak French to a star player. You know, I mean, like, that's... Well, that's... I, well he, he not a curse of modern French, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's real used to <laughs> So, get, get, hey, Victor better get used to that. I'll tell you that right now. I love it. Because it's coming. I love it. I mean, Pop, you know how it is when you get older. You And Pop is at the stage, too, where he just gives no Fs. You know what I mean? He's older now. Like okay, what you gonna do? What you if you don't like it, so what? I was gonna get done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So 
Yeah. It's going to be an interesting dynamic with them two this year. Oh, yeah. You, normally you'd think 51 years of age difference is going to be a problem, but I don't think so. <laughs> you know, half a century of no. an age difference. I don't think so I at know, all. Man. That's funny. I can't wait. I, I, it's great for the NBA from an international perspective. Oh, yeah. And I think the young men, just based on his background, can have more of a perfect fit to come in uh, with an organization like that. To, to learn how to be a pro. And I think that's what's most important. The skill set is going to be there. The game is there. But understanding what it means to be a pro at a young age with all of the expectations, to me, is one of the most important aspects of the growth of this young man. Jim, thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate it. Love our chats. You're just great to watch. Uh, you and I are a great team, and uh, always appreciate you coming on the show. And, and as thanks, just to bring it all full circle, uh, my brother, if you need a, an estate plan, uh, he's a terrific <laughs> lawyer for that. Uh, I can hook you guys up. He's great. He's truly the best in America, I, I, quite frankly. So I appreciate it, man. You Thank got you, my brother. Take care of yourself, Jim. You be well. Yeah, all right, you enjoy it. You That's uh, Jim Jackson, everybody. Game two tonight on the worldwide leader in sports from Denver. And then Turner has game two between the Celtics and the Heat coming up on Friday. Great insight right there on the Heat, man. Spolster was the film guy when he was there being coached by Pat Riley, who was playing mind games with him. Crazy. (laughs) Great insight on why it works for the Heat. Super. Love making you smarter. When we come back, huge news. Monster big news. And as always, with news from me, it's good for you, too. Oh. Yeah. Well, you say you, you mean... I, America. Oh. I, actually, the world. Oh. Uh, if you don't mind me just going next level. <laughs> this is Next Level Information. Coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Here on our radio network, along with our Roku channel feed, we're thrilled to have us all one happy family together. Now, folks who watch us every single day on the Roku channel, we love you. And we try to bring you up to speed about what's happened if you're new to this program, because you're watching on the Roku channel for the first time, even though we've been on the air for eight months plus. 
we'll, we'll bring up to speed on what I'm about to say, but I think the guys here um, will know when I say I have received the call here in Los Angeles, California. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Boom! Let's I have go, received Rich. the call. Oh, I know what it is. And today is. is the day today? it happens. Oh, wow. I'm in the dark because I have no clue. I have, boom, boom, I have received the call. I have received the call. I have received the call. And here it is. One of the best things in my life. Man. <laughs> outside cool of this you, show. It is cool that you get family? to do Outside this. of this show. Yeah, it is cool. Family? My children, of yeah. course. Yeah, my, lovely, cool. my lovely yeah. wife who my sat wife. in yesterday. This is cooler than your kids. This is... Yeah, we might be. <laughs> I have, for well over a decade, yep. been invited to be part of a group of individuals who sit in an edit bay and get shown way in advance so the team that puts the episodes together know how it all plays out because the show is done mostly improvisationally. There's a script, but a lot of it is improv- improvised, and they just want to have a new set of eyes to see if everything that they've put on the screen makes sense. That show is called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh. And in the edit bay is none other than Larry David himself, and Jeff Schaefer has been a f- uh, friend of this program for many years. Many years. And the other day, out the call. Oh, oh. It's like, this is like. Today. It's like being called by the Yankees. To here play. in Los Angeles, California, I will, oh, after yeah, today's show. See episode one oh, oh, episode of the upcoming one. season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, so, today's the day, which means my big news for all of you on planet Earth means a new season of Curb is around the corner. Breaking news. There you go. You even get the drop. I can't and you wait. guys knew this. You picked up on that. This was what that, it was. Well, oh, yeah. well, when he says I got the call, cool. yeah, I mean, like I said, he's been You've doing been this around for years, yeah. for TJ. A decade. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, some things just I've gotten the call. Yeah. No, I yeah, knew immediately. I knew immediately. Yeah. You know what I thought the call it's was? Like the bat signal that someone was going to let you host a game show. That's no. what, like that's what I thought. No. That's where I was like, oh, cool. That's where that I thought it was going. That would have been at the top of today's I program. Say, that would have led the show. <laughs> that would have led the show. That was where I forgot the Heat winning in Boston. That would have led the show. Oh, my God. Please. That would have led the show. (laughs) So, no, there you go. Who texted you or called? Was it Jeff or Larry? Uh, It was Jeff. It was about a week and a half ago. I decided, you know, it could be one of those things. Hey, mark off this. Are you in town? Mark off this time. Mark off this date. Didn't want to say it here because I didn't want to jinx it. (laughs) Because these things sometimes get pushed back or whatever. We're not ready yet. But today is the day. I'm going to see it today. We're going to do it today. It is on. And Curb is coming back. I don't know if I would want... I love the... I respect oh, I'm not you. telling you a damn thing. No, 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 no. You've never have. But I'm saying, I don't know if I'd want to... I want to wait. Oh, I, I totally understand that. Because you know it all. I, but but you under, as you know, Mike, cool knowing me, yeah. I love the creative process. Yeah. And if I'm Pretty actually cool. being asked, what do you think in yeah. any way, shape, or form at yeah. any time... That's, Get that, out of that's here. what Rich lives for. I do, no, of course. He all, no. all he wants to do is give input. That's it. I'm an input guy. <laughs> You're an input yeah. guy. Well, yesterday. Yeah. Whoa. Was more out. Well, no. There's more okay. output. Easy. I understand. I'm sorry. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Del Tufo's <laughs> colonoscopy humor. Wow. On full display. Well, <laughs> as you know, as Kramer said, uh, the, sorry, the proctologist bro. is the funniest guy in the room. He's got all so. the stories. <laughs> Thanks sorry. for asking. I'm sorry.
No, it's very it's very no, important. I'm happy cool. I'm happy to discuss it. It is very important. Just uh, just so I could say, um, you know, greatest nap ever. Um, and you got to make sure that you're checked out because you can check out if you leave that unchecked. How does that sound? And I didn't feel a thing, and you wouldn't either. So everybody, when you're of a certain age, you hit your 40s or your 50s, you know, consult your doctor and physician. Is that better? Well done. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for asking, though. Yeah. Um, you know who's coming up? Mike Tomlin. And let me just say this, everybody. In the uh, area of Portland, Oregon. If you think, this is the same thing with Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh. If you think you can do better, good luck. <laughs> because this guy, if Tomlin is ever available, other coaches would uh, see you. <laughs> Teams would go and grab him. He would, he would be a free agent for two seconds. So a TV network or a team would pick him up. So if there's anybody out there that actually thinks Damian Lillard should be traded and you should start from scratch with a, a third overall pick, get out of here. So somebody on Twitter, pardon me to at Alexa Cooper and Cooper, muting all of you that are undervaluing the Blazers' number three pick to be traded and insisting on trading Dame. What's wrong with you all? You think we suffered this long to go out like that? Goodbye. And then Lillard retweeted that saying, if the fans want to trade me, start the petition and send it in. Yeah, so if the Philly. calls are coming from within the house. Trade him to Philly. Get your, <laughs> trade him to Philly, right? Well, TJ, you're not a Philly fan. Well, trade this him. could change things, Chris. Trade him to San Antonio. <laughs> well, that's go. true. That's a better my problem. Uh, go <laughs> New York. Go New York. Go. Put him in a backcourt with Brunson. See how that goes. I know, you know, similarities exist, and that's the same thing. That Scoot Henderson can't be drafted and put in the same backcourt as, as Damon. So send, send Scoot somewhere else. 